Loitering in Wonderland Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Westworld Review, episode 17 for 205 of Westworld. A cane no my, a cane no may, my, M-A-I, a cane no more. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, so let's just get into it. This is the Japanese episode. It's, uh, we finally get to see the other park, legitimately get to really see it. We kind of saw previously some ninja stuff. Remember Maeve got kidnapped by a ninja at the end of two episodes ago, I want to say. Um, but Maeve, Lee, Hector, Armstice, and the lab guys, uh, Felix and I forget the other guy's name, who, who cares, are, are taken to Shogun World, which is the name of the park. And uh, they, they get taken there. And then Lee kind of reveals that since they uh, since they're all robots and they're all really they all know Japanese, they're like, "What are they saying? What are they saying?" And he's like, "You guys know this. It's in your core. Like it's in your like deep, deep, deeply recessed into your core. So you know it." And then Maeve sits there and like unlocks it. She she can suddenly speak Japanese. And then they play a Japanese paint it black, which is pretty cool sounding. I kind of want the soundtrack for this show more than I want to get it. I want to download it and and listen to it on a, on a loop. I don't know why they would do this. Again, I always mention, uh, or have mentioned, I should say, that if you're in this world legitimately paying millions of dollars to come visit this park, do you really want to hear like songs that you know? Because wouldn't that take you out of it? I want to hear songs that sound like they're from that time period, and I don't recognize the tune. Because they're playing it legitimately in, in, the, in the world. It's not just like a, for us to hear. Anyway, uh, there's a cool thing in this episode where they start talking about... Uh, Basically, Maeve looks at this girl, and she's like, she looks familiar, and this story feels familiar. And then Lee's like, yeah. And she's like, wait, you, you kept the same storylines for different worlds? And he's like, yeah, well, when you have to write you know, hundreds of storylines in, in two weeks, you, you do what you can. You have to do <laughs> Like, you're not going to ever meet them. What the fuck does it matter? And so Maeve's storyline, everyone's storyline has the exact same like characters in, this, in the different worlds, in Shogun world and whatever the fuck the other worlds are. I forget what the other ones are. Have we really seen them yet? Uh, oh, there's like the... I forget what the one in India is called. There's a different world. The one that Emily escaped from. So we got three different worlds that we see. But yeah, so the uh, point is, everyone has the exact same like alter egos here in this world, and that's kind of what the episode's about. So it's interesting. I like that sort of stuff. Again, the, the show keeps me interested in, in not knowing what's going to happen, and I'm like, oh... This seems like a throwaway episode, but there's enough in there where I was interested in it. Um, we see Dolores and Teddy. They arrive at the uh, at a place, and it's the massacre that at the beginning of the storyline where they all where they all meet each other at the very beginning when Teddy picks up the can and hands it to Dolores and that sort of shit. We see it a thousand times. Clementine is a little a little bit of humor there, where Clementine walks over to her replacement. Her replacement is not awake at all, and almost like in robot denial. Because the robot's just like going through the motions, saying the exact same dialogue, and Clementine's like whispering it, like eh, she's saying this here. That's what she's supposed to say. And they're kind of looking at her like, "Oh, poor robot. She's stuck in this loop." And Clementine's like awake. There's a. Uh, I'm gonna mention this later, but I'll just say it now. So fuck it. I love that there's different levels of the robots being awake because some of them know exactly what's going on. Like Maeve is at a different level than everybody else. Dolores is up there, but she's kind of psychotic. And then uh, Clementine's away. Clementine's a little crazy. Um, the Hector isn't awake. He doesn't speak. He, like everyone else is speaking Japanese in the in the Shogun world. He doesn't understand it at all. He's not awake almost at all. But he loves Maeve so much that he's willing to do whatever she says. 
And then there's like all these characters who are just completely unaware of what's going on, like the psycho soldier was before they killed him. And a bunch of these characters are just like, they're not even aware of the people. And there's all these different varying levels and everyone's at a different level. And I love that sort of, this very subtle, but at the same time, when they say it, you're like, okay, that's where this person is, where are they going to end up being? Because you can go back and forth between the different levels because they can just rewrite your fucking mind. So who knows what the fuck's going to happen? It's, it keeps you guessing. So anyway, um, Lee, back in Shogun world, Lee notices the uh, Shogun storyline. There's like a, basically the whole storyline of Maeve, the, 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 they try to rob the, uh, Hector showed up and tried to rob them and steal the, steal the safe is exactly what's happening right now. They realize that the storyline, Lee realizes the storyline isn't, isn't going the way it was or should. It's going astray. And he suggests they go to Snow Lake, which is a, some place with a fucking access point, I guess. And I was like, why are you surprised that they're not doing what they're supposed to do? I don't, I'll get in that in a second. Because at night, they go to bed. At night, they get attacked by ninjas. And I was like, again, why would you go here? Because even if this wasn't a robot attack... This is just the real world. You have ninjas there. How do you defend yourself against a sword? Because the guns in Westworld don't hurt the humans. They just kind of like, they're like uh, paintballs, essentially. Like maybe a little stronger than a paintball. It's like, ah, hurts. You get knocked down and the robot thinks you're dead and it walks away. The end. And this, does the, is the robot swinging a fucking Nerf sword and it hits you in the neck and fake blood sprays out of the sword? How does the robot think you're dead? Is it like one of those buildings where it goes, I don't see anything about, I don't see anything there. I don't see anything at all. Is it that sort of thing? Because it seems like you get hit with a sword, you get hit with a sword. And, and no matter how real the per, the robot is, you're going to fucking die. Especially if you're fighting ninjas. I don't get what the point of this is. I can't pretend to be a ninja unless you're really fucking athletic and borderline real ninja. I can pretend to be a cowboy because they just trot around on horses and do shit. And you got like your gang. And this, I can't just sneak in there and pretend to be a, 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 a Japanese samurai or a Japanese ninja. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck are we doing? Again, why would you go to this world? It seems terrifying. It seems like you would actually just die. Um, some ninja chokes Maeve. He chokes her so hard she goes into the Matrix and she forces the ninja to kill himself. So she has like a new superpower now. And Lee, like I said, starts freaking out because the ninjas and the Shogun army, isn't, they aren't supposed to come to town because eventually a Shogun army arrives. He's like, this isn't supposed to happen. I'm like, motherfucker, you already said the infection happened here too. Like, these robots are clearly infected. Why are you so goddamn surprised? It's the robot matrix thing that's down. The thing that's controlling them is down. Why are you so amazed that it's happening here too? I, but he already said that's happening here too, and now he's amazed. I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway. This is when I, I mentioned uh, the different levels of being awake in my notes. And then uh, Maeve is trying to leave to... There's a, there's a character called the Kane, who's, who's Maeve's character in this world. She has a daughter, blah, blah, blah. Um, she's trying to get Maeve... Or Maeve's trying to get this girl out of here. Because uh, someone has her... Someone, some Shogun guy has her daughter. And they're, they're trying to get out of there. Maeve's like talking to Hector. And she's like... Created a version while I get the fuck out of here. I thought she's saying while we get out of here, like the plan is to get all of us out of here, but instead it seems like Maeve just leaves them all fucking behind because she just sneaks out of there with, with a cane. Um, we cut back to Dolores. She's telling Teddy about some fucking fly cow story and how they think the solution for putting the cow inside is good. I don't fucking know. I can't remember the story. It didn't matter. Point is, it all... Uh, Ultimately, what, what the point of this story is, uh, Teddy, get your ass inside me. 
because Teddy, Teddy, fi- Teddy, Teddy finally bangs Dolores. Finally, we get to. See, we don't think we get to see it. They just show him in bed later on. And uh, Evan Rachel Wood does not want to do, go nude for this show. Should to decide. I think it's a body double. I don't know. I don't blame her. I, do whatever you want to do. I'm not looking for titties in this show. That's not what I'm here for. But it's like I just always find it interesting. I, I like watching to see the actor or the actress's mindset because. You can see with her, she's like, I- I'm not doing that. If you want me in the show, that's fine. I'm not doing nudity. And and I always respect people that say that, especially on an HBO show. That is fucking bold. Like, uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones? She did nudity for a while, and then she, eventually she's like, not doing it anymore. No, no more. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I love that kind of power. Anyway, so she bangs Teddy. Uh, the next day or whatever, she shows him her Dexter kill room. She just has like a room full of tarp and dead bodies. And she's like digging through the bot. I don't know what the fuck she's doing there. Eventually she has a lab guy come in and they reset Teddy's brain. And they're like, we're going to reset you because you're because Teddy let those guys go earlier. The psycho soldier who killed some people. She should he should have just killed him because that guy's a fucking psychopath now. Because turns out being brought back to life by a, some Dolores witch is a little jarring for a robot or anyone in general. So she like is gonna rewire his mind mind to kind of like set him free, and the 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 tech guys like the lab guys like I don't know if he's gonna hold together because sometimes they don't, which I'm assuming we see him like acting normal. But I'm assuming they're going to have him kind of go crazier down the line and become more of a villain role. I don't know. I'm interested to see where this goes though. I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. Uh, but that, that's basically where this episode ends with him. So let's just move on. Uh, May, Lee, and the lab guys, and uh, a cane, they show up at this Shogun camp, and this is where I want to slow down a little bit, because uh, uh, they trot in there, um, in their horses, or, or if they walk, who fucking cares, doesn't matter. They go into this camp, and it feels like a, a Assassin's Creed level, where you have to invade the camps and kill the head guy before you can throw your flag up there. feels like that. They go into the Shogun camp, they slowly walk in there. They all sit down. They get in their knees in front of the guy. He's got his men up there in front, and he's like, you know, basically sitting on a throne. And she's talking, and, Je- and May starts talking in Japanese and be like, thank you for inviting us here. This is why we're here, blah, 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 blah. I don't remember what she said. And she makes a joke or something, and the guys, the shogun, the leader, his guys don't make a noise. And she's just like, that was weird. And Lee's like, yeah, what the fuck was that all about? And the shogun guy's like, you'll have to excuse them. And the they show them their ears and they realize they cut off all their ears because they realize Maeve is a witch because she made a bunch of people kill themselves. Like the whole Shogun army <laughs> just died. So everyone cut off their ears and then like the main Shogun guy has fluid dripping out of his ear, which is how they spotted it. And so basically they can't hear her commands. So she can't just take over them. She can't just make them all kill themselves at this point. Which it seems like she wasn't whispering anything. It seems like she can get into their mind, but I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the guy's like, I will let you have your daughter back because he has a Kane's daughter, but only if, because you're such a great geisha, everyone knows your dance moves are hypnotic, I'll only let you have her if you and your daughter uh, dance for me tonight. And she's like, okay, that's weird, but I'll do that, I guess. <laughs> then, uh, later on, we see uh, she comes out and they start dancing with the daughter, and then the Shogun walks over immediately and just stabs the daughter, kills her. And he makes a cane dance alone. And she's kind of like, eh. And she runs over. She slices the top half of the Shogun's head off. And then Maeve just goes crazy and makes them all kill each other. And I'm like, you, you probably could have done this just a little bit sooner and spared this girl's daughter and just saved saved her. I don't know. 
But that's really where the episode ends. But she cuts off like half his head. It's fucking weird and it's gross. And I'm like, good God. And it's really just soldiers killing each other one after one in that, in that scene. It goes on and on. And I want to talk about how great it is. But really, it's it's exactly what I said it is. It's just soldiers killing each other one at a time. Or She makes them fight each other so that they kill each other. And they just keep going and going and going and going and going. While a Kane's just like walks over and holds her daughter or some shit like that. And then it's just like people watching each other. Maeve's just sitting there watching. Lee's just freaked the fuck out. And I'm like, okay, here we go. It's really cool. And like I said, great backstory episode. As far as like our side story episode, I should say. It's not a backstory. I liked the episode itself. Like that's one kind of why I'm skipping over it and rushing it is because the episode itself, I I feel like isn't really going to phase or tie in that much. It was a interesting enough storyline, but it, ultimately they're all dead. So big deal. It's not gonna. It's not gonna matter that much. I feel. So I, that's why I'm kind of rushing through it. The ultimate, the the big thing in the episode I liked was the tying in the storylines, like how Lee just replicated the storylines for the different worlds. Because why wouldn't you when you're being tasked that many storylines and creating literally creating worlds intricate worlds where all the characters are woven in and keeping in mind if you do one thing with the storyline that affects the other storyline it would be fucking impossible to keep track of so yes you're just gonna go here same thing new names new faces here in uh, shogun world obviously and actually i'd be more angry if he had a whole new setup if they had completely new because that would just take away from that would just eat up more resources toward that instead of just like working on the robots and having the world set up. It, it would be like, the, you could have just replicated it, man. Nobody would have known. Nobody's going to Shogun World and Westworld. Nobody's doing both. If they do, you have so much in one world that they're probably never going to notice, honestly. If it weren't for the fact that Maeve is Maeve, that's the only reason she caught it in a cane, she would never, nobody would ever know. The robots wouldn't even know. They just happen to catch their own storyline here. So, yeah, go ahead and replicate them. I'm fine with that. I, I don't see a problem with that. But it also kind of makes you go, Lee, why didn't you realize this same thing would happen here? They had the exact same fucking minds. Of course it's going to happen. Of course it's going to happen. Why wouldn't it? Whatever. Whatever. Um, but I, I like that sort of stuff. I like it because it creates more of the world and it creates more of a reality of the world and it, it, it puts more in the Lee story. And I, I'm amazed because I keep waiting for it to happen, but I'm amazed Lee has survived this far. If it weren't for the fact that he's constantly around Maeve, who's like the matrix badass now and she seems like the only one that doesn't want to just kill all humans like unlike fucking dolores if it weren't for the fact that he was surrounded by her i feel like they would have killed him off a long time ago because he seems very weak and he seems like because he's always giving her shit even though she's like i could kill you at any moment why the fuck you give me shit right now asshole she could kill him snap his fucking neck be done with it but he, he, I don't know how he survived this long. I don't know. He seems like a little kid that you just want, you just want to beat the shit out of. Like one of those, when you were a little kid, not as an adult, that'd be fucking weird. I want to beat the, or maybe as an adult, you're Robert Downey Jr. in uh, in due date when Juliet Lewis's kid keeps fucking with him and punch him in the stomach, like that. He, that's Lee. The little kid is Lee. You just want to fucking hit him. He seems so fucking. I like the actor. I like the character. Don't get me wrong, but you know, every once in a while, you're like, oh, you suck. You want to fucking hit you in the face, you dork. You just want to call him a dork for no reason. What am I talking about? Should I get out of here? It's the end of it's the first half of season five is not, or season two has now come to an end with episode five here. I said my numbers in reverse, but uh, so the second half of the season, we'll see how this goes. Like I said, I've seen six, seven, eight. I have not seen nine and ten yet. Purposely not watching them until I get there. 
uh, until I get to the, that in review. So um, uh, let's get out of here. Until next time, we'll keep it short. Uh, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. Go to liwstudios.com.